If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. I am coming off of like the best week ever. I, took, I know, right? Ooh. <laughs> I took my kid to Disneyland last week with Jax and Britt and Cruz and then Sheena, Summer Moon, and Brock. We did one ride for adults. We did like the... You said you did the Incredicoaster. Yes, Incredicoaster. We did that. It was amazing. I just needed something. I was like, okay, today's a kid's day. And by the way, Disneyland, when you're there for your kid, is like, it's just magical, right? Ocean was having the best time. So that was the only like adult ride we did very early on in the day. And then the rest of the time, we just did like little kid rides. But we were literally there from like 10 a.m., to, I want to say like 10 p.m. And did the kids take naps during the day or are they just going, going, going? Ocean got in one nap and then she was like ready to roll. And then Summer Moon and her parents <laughs> <laughs> left a little bit earlier than we did. But, you know, Cruzy's also a little champ, you know? The kids are all champs, but they they rallied. So that was... Amazing. I took full advantage this weekend of sleeping in. So what I started doing, Jess, is on the weekends, I sleep with my phone downstairs because if I wake up in the morning and I check my phone and I see what time it is, it could be six in the morning and already my body is going into time. Let, let's start Getting up? Getting into wake up mode. You know, like my anxiety starts kicking in and I know like, okay, it's it's morning time. Okay, that's interesting. So you don't, so putting your phone downstairs allows you to what, sleep longer? I don't wake up to see what time it is. So I just wake up when my body feels ready. Okay, and then do you get up or do you continue to try and sleep if like ocean isn't up or? So ocean has been doing this thing lately where She'll wake up, and again, I've been her mom for almost two years. So I, like, I know her little fusses and her little cries. And I can tell in the morning around like 8, 8.30, she's got this like fuss where I know she's not ready to get up. So she'll be awake doing her little fussing and then completely go silent until like 10. 
she is a champ with sleeping. She's yeah. like her mom and her Gigi. That, which is amazing because, I mean, babies are growing, so they need sleep. Yeah. What, I also think it yeah. might be because I run her into the ground. You guys are constantly doing fun stuff at the park. Yeah. So that's probably Like why. we're constantly doing something where it's like we're going with your friends today. We're going to the park today. We're going to see Christmas lights today. Like it's nonstop. And it's not like she goes to bed late because I've babysat her before. She goes to bed at like 8. Yeah. 8.30. So we all exercised our right to sleep in this weekend. I love that. Like literally Sunday morning I woke up at noon. Stop. And I thought it was like bright and early. So I'm like, I walk downstairs. I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 11.59. No. <laughs> And I had to like talk myself off the ledge. What do you mean? I felt guilty that I slept in. Stop. Your body needed rest, obviously. Did you, and Ocean was awake with Gigi, I'm assuming? Ocean, Ocean was awake, kicking it with Gigi. And she was ready you, to go down for her nap for the day. They let you sleep in. See, mm -hmm. that's so important. Your body obviously needed it. Yeah. And it's good you got that rest. Totally. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, Disneyland kicked my ass. My body hasn't been that tired since I pushed Ocean out of my cookie. <laughs> I was like, what happened? I am so tired. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so cut back to Friday, had a heyday on Friday. The Utah Utes football team played USC in not a championship game, but it was a big game. It was going to determine if USC could go into winning a national championship or the Utah Utes go on to the Rose Bowl. The first, not that any of you care about this, but I grew up watching Utah football from the time I was like a tiny little tot. And I dressed Ocean in her little red sweater like she was very Utah Utes. <laughs> and the first quarter was horrendous. I was talking to my brothers on text and my sister-in-law, also huge Utah fans being like, this is real fucking bad. Guess what? During halftime, I don't know what happened, but... The Utah Utes fucking pulled it together and whooped that Trojan <gasps> ass. Oh I was like, you better work, boys. <laughs> That's amazing. The yes. Utah Utes. So the mascot is Swoop. It represents the red-tailed hawk, a bird indigenous to the state of Utah. Oh, okay. Yes. So that is the mascot. Our mascot is very sexy because sometimes he wears a football uniform. So he looked good. <laughs> he looked real good. Was, I, oh, sorry. I was going to say, was everyone at um, Brittany and Jack's, Jax's house rooting for? No, Utah? they didn't give two fucks. Okay. At my mom's birthday dinner, I volunteered Jax and his home to host me <laughs> to watch the game. And But towards the end, everyone was getting into it. It was just Jax and Britt, me, my mom, Ocean, Cruzy, Janet, and Jason. Mm -hmm. And so towards the end... You know, the boys started getting into it because it was it was a really great game. And I loved watching it because I felt like I was back in Utah. Like, that's what I grew up on. Like, football was shoved down my throat as a child. Like, Sundays were NFL, Monday night football, Thursday night football, Friday was high school football, Saturday was, it was just a lot. Like, it was nonstop. And my whole family was that way. So it felt amazing, especially to watch Ocean, like, not that she cared about the game. Maybe it was just the running, like something she was into that was happening. She was watching it, dancing, totally into it. 
So the University of Utah football team is going to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. I'm getting tickets for the <gasps> whole family. When is it? It's on January 2nd. Oh, that's a great day. Great day. That's a great day. That's a Sunday. Is Monday. That I think it's a Monday. Okay. Well, that's a great day. Everyone's still on like, it's 2023, but you're not like, we got to get back to it. No, you're, you're not quite there yet where it's like mm-hmm. the grind starts again. So now I've got to go and get all of my family matching Utah gear. I'm just very excited. I'm very excited, very excited about excited. that. My week was great. Um, and today's podcast is going to be lit AF because I have a fine looking man named Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. He was on The Bachelorette. He is a U.S. Air Force veteran. And he's also a sex coach. A sex coach and an author. Yes. Yay. Let me say something. I had a lot of fun during this interview just watching you two. And you'll hear in the interview Lala talk about where she's at in the state of like relationships and whatnot. But it was a lot of fun to watch Lala and Mike chat because I think they have chemistry. And that's just fun to watch. That's just fun to watch. So I think you'll hear it. You'll be able to hear it. Yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff. He is very smart. Um, And you know what? Me talking about my relationship, I don't even know where I'm at, right? Like I talk about it and I make zero sense. So you guys just roll with me because I know you guys are going through similar things like I'm not the only one being like I don't know what the fuck is happening no people change their I mean I'm there and I feel like not about my relationship but just with things in general in life one day I'm like I feel this way and the next day I'm like I don't feel that way at all it's just we're all up and down and you have the right to feel that way just roll with it you know none of us anytime I hear someone say like I just thought I'd have my life figured out by now my love we never have our lives figured out. And just like just when we think we do, life throws us a curveball to make sure like we're still awake. <laughs> just want to make sure you're still breathing. <laughs> anyway, when we come back, we've got Mike Johnson. And I'm excited. He's so hot. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. 
Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hello, my loves. We are back with Mike Johnson. You are very good looking. Good for you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You're good looking yourself. I am? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know that. Thank you. No, well, it depends on the day. The moments that we look like shit, those are called humbling moments. This is true. My mom loves to give me those humbling moments. Yes. <laughs> those moments are good. So the first thing I have to ask, how the how did you end up on reality TV? Like, what made you say, like, The Bachelorette, that sounds... Right? Yeah, that's what you were on? I Bachelorette. Was, yeah, yeah. Well, one, I never even had heard of The Bachelorette. Never watched the episode. Didn't know who no one was on the show. But I was... True story. I was, uh, I was a financial advisor doing pretty good for myself at the military. And I threw my phone one day at work. And my homeboy, my coworker, was like, what the hell wrong with you? And I'm like, real story. I was like, why? I'm like, these girls just want to have sex. And I was like, bro, I'm trying to get the, I want, I want like the real thing. And I was telling my homeboy, like, I'm like, I think I was like 28 at the time, 29. I was like, I want a wife and kids, bro. And he was laughing. Okay. He was dying laughing. He was like, what dude that can actually get women says that? And I'm like, me, I'm, you know, I want the real thing or whatever. And so literally about 45 minutes of him just talking shit about me laughing, a few weeks later, he sent me a a Facebook message. Whoever goes on Facebook anyway, but he sent me a Facebook thing for a calling, a casting, and I was off work that day, so I was like, "Why not?" Really? Yeah. And you had never seen it before. Never watched a single episode. Never watched one second prior to that moment. How was that experience? Because I've been doing reality TV for a long time. The show you were on is a little bit different because. Number one, you're competing for the love of a woman, right? Yes. The other thing is, is I feel like you guys are being filmed all the time. Like you're in one place and it's like cameras are up. You're constantly mic'd. That would freak me the fuck out. <laughs> and really quick, before you go into that experience, I did want to say, because I had a girlfriend who made it pretty far. She didn't get on the show. But I heard, because this will tie into something you do. She made it far in the audition process? Yes, but okay. didn't get to the... um they really get into your background. Is that true? Like they look into like your job and they like, it's almost like a mini PI thing. See, I love this question. <laughs> I don't really know how far they get into it for every single individual because some okay. people, they find out the streets like, damn, you fine. Are you good looking or whatever the case right. may be? Come on. And then for me, I did have to put my ex on there, but I don't, I don't think they ever reached out to her because, you know, 
she would have told my ass. She was like, look, they called me all that. You know, she would have did all that. And my jobs, no one ever called my jobs either. Okay. I did have a, a 583 question psychology test. See? So, like, that part definitely is there. And you do, I mean, it is a full extensive background, but I don't know how in-depth they go for every individual. Now, if you're crazy and you got some shit on your record, then they might check you out more. And they'll find it. Yeah. I think that's what it's probably, I think, I'm yeah. assuming that's what it's like, because they can't probably go through every single individual. But if you got some, let's say, stains, they might dig deeper. Put it like okay. That. I like that. So my job's done there. You passed that. Good for you. Yeah. I'm so wounded. <laughs> Here I am. Let me. You're Lala, fine. Explain. I'm gonna unload my baggage on you. I since my last relationship, I put a PI on everyone new that comes into my life who I'm like into in that way. What's the uh, return on investment for that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but my job is done with you. The Bachelorette did it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. No, I'm great. So I get to keep $2,000. There you go. $2,000 per? It's a lot. I just Google your ass. <laughs> like, for real. There's all kinds of ways. I'm squeaky clean. I'm squeaky clean. I mean, I can see online you got a nice little ass on you. Mm -hmm. I do? Tell me more. I took that picture. Thank you. I know everyone's like, who the fuck took this? And so many people are like, she probably set it up on a tripod. I was like, I set it up on Jessica. I was like, if you take a picture of my ass, this could go very wrong. If one day she doesn't like me anymore, she made me take pictures of her naked. Fact. You got to be careful about this stuff these days. Oh, I worry about it all the time. I'm like, 100%. Jessica. No, which is so funny. That's not even true because she was questioning it. Like, oh, should I do this photo? It's dumb. And I was like, get your ass in the shower. We're yes. taking a nude photo. We have to. See, that's to. something that dudes just can't do. Mm. Like, my homeboys be like, hey, bro, you look, you've been working out. Like, like I see your dick, man. Like, let me take a photo. Like, <laughs> dudes can't do that. Like, it just don't work the same. No, it does not. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> The hell you just say to me, bro? <laughs> so, so you really wanted to find love. Your fine ass was like, I want to be married with kids, which, yeah. in my experience, doesn't Fair. happen often. In my experience, a lot of women don't have respect for men because of the things that men have done, and I completely yeah. understand that. Okay. And I respect your thoughts on that. I personally absolutely love uh, the respect from others, and so I feel that. I love this for you. Thank you. Did you like the girl who was the Bachelorette? Uh, she's cool. She was cool. Yeah, she's definitely cool. People. Hannah yeah. Brown. No, she's yeah. in a relationship. How far did you get? Um, with her. Well, I don't mean sexually, just like in the competition. <laughs> I wasn't meaning sexually either. I'm just okay. saying with her. Um, I, I mean, this was years ago. I think I got sent home in sixth place. That's pretty good. Because uh, how many dudes are there? Like twenty initially. It's like thirty, but I mean, that's I don't consider that good. But yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like me, where I'm like, unless I won. Well, the same thing. Well, see, this is the thing about the Bachelor, though. It's like, it's not a competition to me in terms of like winning or losing. It's a competition, and can I see myself with this person? And if not, then I gotta leave. Did you leave on your own? No, nah, she let me go. Oh, she let you go. Yeah, she definitely let me go. Do you think she let you go because she could feel that like it just wasn't hitting right for both of you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the beautiful thing about being the lead in the show like that is that you. This is the one time you truly can be selfish and can't nobody say shit. Yeah. Like. Hey, I think you're a great individual, but you might not be for me, but you might be for Lala or you might be for Jessica, you might be for someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. That would be so hard for me because if you put, do, does the chick have any say in who the men are going to be? Like, does she get to say these are the types nah, see, of guys I wish, I'm I wish. attracted to? I would, like, if I was to be the, the lead, I would yeah. be like, yo, if you want a good drama show, yeah. bring these 30 women on. <laughs> and I'm going to like all of them, right? So right. then it would be really, really interesting and compelling. Question okay, so on not like that. that 
about you being the lead, I, when I was Googling you, heard a rumor and read something where it said you were in the running to be the lead, I think, after Hannah's season, but then they chose Peter Weber instead, which is funny because it's the only season I watch, and I think he's so fucking boring. No disrespect to you, Peter, Peter but he's your homie. What's his name? Peter Weber. Um... I loved the season, Wait, but I loved true? it because the girls. Were you going to be yeah. The Bachelor? Were you? Uh, before I answer that, I want to give a caveat because you know how Reddit are and how people are on the internet. Mike's still talking about this years later. One, I was asked this question. Okay. okay. But I was in the running. Yeah. And they chose Peter. Peter's a great guy. You're so diplomatic. Okay. He's a great guy. I I'm t- like, fuck this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I loved the season, but I did... I did love it because of the women. The women on that season were bomb. They were hilarious. Yo. They were fun. They were just entertaining. He does look a little snoozle, mm. doesn't he? Snoozle? <laughs> <laughs> He's like a little snoozy. I mean, I will say, um, if I were the lead, I think I'd bring a, definitely a different type of uh, mm. attribute to yeah. that role. Like what? I mean, I think just looking at me, I look different. Well, than yes. The, than all the other leads. You definitely hit different. You write sex books. <laughs> you so are a sex coach. All the ladies are going to be like, I need to get in the room with him. <laughs> you know? Wait, are you writing in this book? You just gave me your book. Yeah. Making, making the love you want. You want. Yes. I can't so wait to read this. Yeah, definitely. Are you talking about what you like in this book? No. Because that could make things interesting if you're The Bachelor. Because all the chicks would be like, I know exactly what he wants. He wants a little salt and pepper shaker or whatever. <laughs> that called called 3000. <laughs> wait, what's it called? What is it? <laughs> she did a salt. You know, <laughs> I don't the know. The grapefruit trick. Come on now. Like. <laughs> oh, back when I was like 23. Yeah. Love the grapefruit trick. With I don't a little know what vibrator on the balls. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> See, you guys know. Pop my- rocks. Come on now. <laughs> Oh, pop! That was like twenty-one. Hey, there you go. So, what you doing now? <laughs> being boring. Trust me. Why are you being boring? I don't know. You still got like a good seventy years of life left. Do you think stress fucks up your libido and shit? I don't think I know it. One hundred percent does. Okay, well then that's the reason. Oh, there you go. We can work on that. I would that's love to. Because you are a sex coach, right? Is that true? Yes. That's pretty... how did you get into that? Yeah. Let's break this down. All right. You yeah. went from what you said a financial advisor. Yes. So you're good with money. I love that. Pretty you were good. in the Air Force. Yes. Thank you for what you've done for our country. Thank mm-hmm. you for your appreciation. And then you were on The Bachelorette. Yes. You've done a lot. Your resume reads and we're all over the place, which I'm digging. So how did you get into being a sex coach? Multi-hydrated individual. Um, as a certified sex coach, the reason I got into it was because I myself was molested as a child. Okay. Um, one in four women are sexually assaulted and, and or abused. One in six men are. And so I got three women I care a lot about, my mom, sister, and grandma. So you add yourself, let's say you're my my fourth lady, one out of four of y'all have been sexually assaulted. And so therefore, growing up with women, that kind of affected me. And then also, when I was in the military, I was a victim's advocate, the only male on the entire base. And then I was, um, my ex and I had a miscarriage, and we stopped having sex, and I don't cheat. And so I was like, yo, Brother still horny, what's up? You know? And so I tried to, I was trying to figure out and do all kinds of different things. And someone said, go see a sex therapist. And my ex at the time, she was not with it, but then I got her, I coerced her to do it and she was with it. Uh, it didn't work. But after we broke up, I just wanted to learn more about it. I wanted to take away the niches that I have as a dumbass man. And then also to just help other people. And then, of course, I want to be fantastic. I love all of these reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of layers. Yeah, I, I love this. 
<laughs> yeah. No, this is this is incredible. Um, question for you. Do you think every guy should eat the cookie? Have you heard that expression before? I mean, it, I haven't heard the expression, but I. I but you I, can get, I, I you get what can you're deduct what yeah, I deduce. Hundred percent. Yeah. If their woman likes it, absolutely. Okay. Do I like to do it? You damn right I do. That's uh, good. Because <laughs> if you ain't in the cookie, you ain't hitting it right. All right. And when a man eats the cookie, there are no red flags. There are no red flags, <laughs> fellas. You heard her say it. I didn't say it. she said it. Like <laughs> there you go. I'm sweating already. Okay, next question. Wait, do you have to go yeah. to school to be a sex? Are you a sex therapist or do you call yourself a sex coach? Yeah, and so is there a difference? There is a difference. I'm not a sex therapist. Sex okay. therapist uh, focuses on today and behind in the past. Uh, sex coach focuses on today and the future. Okay. Um, I am a certified sex coach. I'm also working on becoming a board certified sexologist. I'll have by December next year a licensed um, tantra practitioner, and then a practitioner of natural healing. I'll have all three of those by the end of next December. And so I'm still going to school for those things right now. It's uh, tons of work. Like It ain't like, hey, stick your penis here. You know, It's so much more work than that because I have to, in order for me to be great and bad, one thing that I had to learn was how to receive. And for me individually, I'm just talking about myself, I had a hard time with that. And so I had to do a lot of meditation, a lot of breathing work. Um, outside of just the physical act of sex, you have to understand the mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, they say if you can make someone mentally wet, then you can definitely have, you know, if I can have your mind, then I can have your body, right? That's I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with that. That's just something that some people say. And I need to know how the mind works as well. The mind-body-spirit connection. There's so many pieces into it. People just say, oh, sex, he knows how to fuck. It's like, yeah, I do. But there's so <laughs> much more. There's so much more to that. So, so much more to that. No, I agree. And men and women are so different because Mm -hmm. you can be great in bed. But if mentally, like, you don't have me, I'm not getting off. Agree. Completely agree with you. But then also, it's not just, like, I continue to harp on the act of the physical act, the core play, as I say, right? There's aftercare that is a lot. It does so much for connection. And so... It could be as simple as, let's say you're my girl and I'm just holding your belly, right? Mm-hmm. Those simple things for a man to know and to just, in comparison to just, oh, babe, I'm blessing and go, goes lay down, right? Yeah, or like throws a wet towel at you to clean yourself off. <laughs> Sounds like personal experience you've had. So. <laughs> if anything, okay, this is a tip for the fellas right quick. Like, when, you know, when whatever happens, right, Get warm up the towel. Warm up the towel. Like, warm up the towel, bro. It's so simple. <laughs> It's so simple. Yeah, like, come on. There's two little things there by the faucet. One's yeah, hot, like, one's Yeah, cold. like, <laughs> stop <laughs> giving them a damn coat. It's fucking easy, right? <laughs> so get into this aftercare more, because I'm very, and I've never heard of that before. Because usually it's like sex is over one when the guy has ejaculated. I love that you said it, because I, I was asking you like that question. It, it's ended when the guy has well, because well, no, usually, the, they, respectfully, they get you off first. Like, like with Kyle, it's always like, never happened to me him. ever until how recently. insane is that? Ever. Who's Kyle's your guy? Kyle's her oh, man. Oh, Kyle's my oh, guy. Kyle, yeah. Kyle. Hey, shout out to Kyle. So <laughs> shout out. To- I, I didn't realize that there were dudes out there that like also cared if if I was happy at the end. It was like yeah. once they were done, it was like that was great. Yeah. And I'm sitting yeah, here going, hundred percent. I know it was great for you, but like. I'm gonna need well, to put I mean, like the bean in your bathroom for a we're, sec. We're, we're dumbass guys. We can get off very quickly, right? Right. Unless, un, until you train yourself, and then you can go like months without getting off. But then you st- uh, orgasm different than ejaculation. But we can get into that later. <laughs> but aftercare, because you got first, you have rising action, which is 
what happens before penetration, uh, then you have core play, and then you have aftercare or afterplay. And afterplay is super important. Um, it, it builds a, the intimacy. It builds a connection. Uh, it's the holding of each other. It's the just talking and laughing and having fun, making fun of one another, right? It's the pheromones that you smell from each other. It's just being in a moment with your person. Now, if you just like a sneaky link, then you might not want to be doing that. No. Because no. I'm for sure getting attached <laughs> if you're doing that after. You better throw me a warm towel and tell me to clean myself off. Like, if you don't want... Because, like, I can definitely... I'm the type of person where all I want is transparency. That's it. That's my right? love language, by the way. Just being honest. That's my love right? language, yeah. So if I know that you and I, like, we're just fucking, my mind is not even going to go anywhere else. I know what this is, right? Yeah. The second you start fucking with my mind, I'm a woman. I'm also 32 years old. I've lived not a lot of life, but I've lived some life. I'm a mom. Like, I don't have time for that shit, right? Mm -hmm. So let's call it what it is. You don't need to do, like, the aftercare with me. Mm -hmm. I'm a grown-up. I can take it. I can have fucks. But <laughs> I have fucks? Put that on the shirt. Fucks. I can have fucks. <laughs> I can have fucks. I'm actually great at that. I'm great at, at separating that oh, type of shit, awesome, okay? Awesome. But Do you write about that in your book? Um, I'll write that chapter for you. <laughs> do you enjoy, though, would, would you enjoy the aftercare? The aftercare is my favorite part. Mm. Because I, I'm i not a cheater. What I percentage like, of, uh, of time that you have sex do you feel like you've had an orgasm? Mm, low. Maybe like 30. 30%? Yeah. Okay. So if that was like reversed, flipped over to like, let's say 90%, aftercare would still be your favorite part? I think so. That's awesome to know. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just learning. You listen. I, That's I just <laughs> like those those moments with someone who I'm mm -hmm. into. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. the sex is great. Even like when I think about what I want in a partner, I know that looks are going to fade and I know that sex as we get older is also going to fade. We're not going to be fucking like jackrabbits when we're like 97. Mm. Uh, I know someone's going to get mad at that. I say this, but I really don't care. Look, black don't crack. <laughs> I know that from experience. <laughs> Agreed with you, yes. Uh, He's making me that. all warm. <laughs> and tingly in fun places. Okay, I really hope my mom, Lisa, is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for Mama's Day. It is her very own original song. She is going to flip. Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com. It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories, so I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. I can't imagine my life today without her. And then I chose to be matched up with an artist, and Song Finch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music. So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear the song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care. Start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. 
Go to songfinch.com slash Lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash Lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over and yours can be too. Thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy. I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy too. Just tap or click on Gift Mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays, and I was tripping. Then I remembered, just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress-up costumes, fabulous capes, and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Okay, so you think, like, when you're dealing with someone who comes to you, they're like, I need a sex coach. Where do you start with them? Let's sit down and talk. What is it usually, what they want? It depends on what they're coming to you for, right? it depends on what they're coming to you. If it's an individual, if it's a couple, if it's a throuple, it depends on what's going on. A throuple? Yeah, so a lot of people have this, this thing with monogamy, right? But what in actuality happens is we are just, we're, 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 we're serial monogamists in comparison to how what we say we want and how we judge other people for not being monogamous. But those that are monogamous are just serial monogamous for the most part, right? And I, I love what you said about, look, I'm a grown-ass woman, just give it to me straight. You know, what would you like? And then I can tell you that's what I like so that therefore we can build boundaries and have consent. And then you have a wonderful thing going mm-hmm. despite what side of the field that you lie on. And so when it comes to clients, which I don't have many clients one-on-one just because respectfully, time and money doesn't equate normally, you know, time per hour. And so that's why I'm working on feelingseen.com, which is my newsletter that we're coming out with very soon to be able to help the masses, Mm. uh, the masses at hand. And a big thing that the majority of the people that have signed up already have talked about is that they don't know how to communicate. Normally as women don't know how to communicate to their man, hey babe, I love you, but you just haven't given me an orgasm in in like five years. (laughs) You know? Yeah, right. sex. And I'm, I do like, know. and I'm like, damn, <laughs> damn, you know, like, yeah. Kevin Hart, damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want dudes to be like, bro, you should really listen to the things that I'm about to start talking about. Yes, seriously. But then also, there's things that women could do better as well that guys have asked, and I mean, it's just all kind of things people have come to me and talked to me about privately. You would all, let your imagination run wild. Okay, well, what is it usually with men that come to you about, like, or a couple? What does the ma- the man usually have to complain about with the chick? When it's a one on one setting, normally it's a chick that comes in and has the has something that she wants to to speak to. Mm-hmm. Um, or the times I've had men strictly come in without their lady is because they want to do better because of something that has taken place already. Well, and like they cheated or something. No, I've had times to where 
cheating has definitely occurred, right? This is number two reason for infidelity, number two reason for divorce, minus the first being financial. And so well, the first is financial? Yeah. Damn. I, have you not seen these TikToks where, again, I'm not condoning this, I'm just speaking about TikToks, <laughs> to where women are like, yo, he's a billionaire, I caught him cheating, but. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you saw that. You saw that because you showed me the one that says like he's got red flags, but he like goes down or eats oh, the so cookie. And then, yeah, yeah, it's like similar. Yeah, okay. Similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not so infidelity is number two. Okay. <laughs> number yeah. one is financial. You ain't got your money right. You're just not even in the game. Um, you want to know what's so crazy is because I have the PI now, like I look into financials before I even allow someone in. But let's just say like I get into... That was a double entendre, but we'll let it slide. If I, if I meet someone, he's set financially, I'm set financially. What is set financially? It just means we're paying our bills on time and we can live a comfortable life. I'm not looking for you to like get on private planes la, and la. take me. Yeah, I'm going to go deeper into that, okay? Okay. So when I hear that, I, I call BS on that because what is one's bills? Bills are completely different for every person. So what is? give me a, a number to where you're like, all right, I can work with that. 20K a month, 10K a month, 100K a month? Like, what are we talking? A million a month? A million a day? If you're spending a million a day, I think you're a fucking idiot, all right? I agree. And I don't even but care But if you're making a million my... a day, you're not an idiot. No, no, no. <laughs> I can think of a million and one places for you to be spending that money. Like, I live in Los Angeles. I'm looking, like, what's going on out here? Like, mm-hmm. you want to spend a million a day? I know exactly how you can spend that in a productive way. What do you need for a million dollars a day? A million dollars a month? You're fucking crazy. I could go on a tangent about okay, that. Okay, so how much <laughs> we, we won't talk, even go there. What is a what is a minimum like for you to feel comfortable? Like, okay, I'll let you in. It's hard for me to put a number on it because I think for me, it's I need you to have a car. I really don't care what your car I mean, yeah. is looking like. You, I need you to be driving with insurance and a driver's license. Like, it's a bare minimum. How I mean, sad yeah. the bar is very low. I don't. Damn, mean, is that? Come on now. I'm really being serious. Like, if you, as long as we can, you're like. Pulled together, you got somewhere to live, you're paying your rent or your mortgage on time, I, whatever credit card you're racking up. So if you're up. making 7K a month, you're like, all right, cool, we could talk. Yeah, as long as okay. you're as long as you're falling in line with what you're supposed to do financially, then like I can definitely handle all of that, right? Because I've seen money come and go like that. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Let's say we're hitting it off financially at the beginning, all is good, and then shit changes because I've seen that happen quickly. Mm-hmm. That would not be a reason for me to leave somebody. Again, I'm only going off of like how I grew up. Like my dad hit on hard times. My mom stepped up to the plate where there are arguments 100%. But it was not to the point where they like divorce was on the table. So for me, like you would catch me stripping, right? Like to pay these bills and make mm-hmm. sure that we were good. Mm-hmm. It's just who I am. You'll catch me on OnlyFans. Do you have OnlyFans? No, I don't. No. But if we were struggling, me and my man, I'd be like, I got you, babe. Like, we're all good. I got you. I got this. I do. I got you. leverage the fuck out of these followers. Yes, I would. You fucking cheat. You're done. We're never having another conversation. We got kids. You can talk to my lawyer. Like, you You will never. No, for real. Fair. Cheating, done. Fair. I will never work through it. Let me ask you another question. Yes. So this is a question. I feel like I'm with a therapist right now with you. (laughs) So... How would you feel if your guy was like, babe, it's been a few years. I absolutely love everything you're doing. You're phenomenal. I don't, I'll never cheat on you, but I want to have a conversation around consensual non-monogamy. What is that? Consensual <laughs> non-monogamy is to where- That where the third party comes in? Yes. Yeah, we can go with that term. Yeah. 
or an open relationship? Open would relationship. It, okay. Yeah. It's a bit different, but yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. We'll For me personally, I would say with that comment that like I don't think you're happy at this point in time and I think this relationship has run its course and I wish you all the best. Thank you for talking to me before you went in Crete, but like I'm all good. I hope you can find someone who's willing to have threesomes with you because I ain't it. No, it doesn't have to be threesomes, but fair, completely fair. And Wait, it, what do you mean it doesn't have to be threesomes if you're bringing it be, a it third could, party? It could, that's why I said we'll go with your term because I didn't want to get too far in detail into the definitions of it. But it could be you saying, hey, I want to go sleep with another dude every now and then or another girl every now and then. I don't want that. That's perfectly fine. The reason I asked was because we were you were speaking about cheating and mm-hmm. infidelity. And what I found via my research is that, for the record, I don't condone it. Don't condone it. But what I found via my research is that infidelity is because the truth is harder than the lie. Yeah. And so I find that a lot of people have a really hard time telling that truth, whatever that truth may be. And so that therefore they are cowardly Mm. and they go, they being male, woman, whatever. Uh, your gender is, and they seek pleasure outside of that relationship. In comparison, that's why I followed that question up with saying, how would you feel about this? And you said, that person's truth would end their relationship with you, so therefore they'd be scared to bring that up to you, which is their truth. And they never lied to you or don't cheat it on you. Right, but if that's not, if I'm not interested then in that, you, then we're on different correct, paths. Correct, I agree with you. I you mean, know? There's nothing wrong with that. Like, cool. <laughs> and it's weird because I feel like there's conversations that have to be had with, couples these days just because they're so everything is so accessible on your phone like you're learning about oh i could be in a thruple or i could you know i'm like i'm like rated g over here right like i i like one person last night what's up you what i just like (laughs) i there's so many things out there sexually with however many people and how it works i'm like this is too much i don't like it we all need to find god and (laughs) that's just where we're at yeah but um so for me Lying freaks me out because I don't want to keep up with the lie. And I also know that karma exists. So when I'm thinking about, okay, I the lie may be easier for me to tell right now, but at some point down the line, I'm going to have to like pay for that. I'm going to have to be held accountable. I agree. That part freaks me out. And if it's not the person that has to hold you accountable, someone will hold you accountable, whether it be 100%. Something will hold you accountable. I agree completely. So I just like to keep it 100. And I I haven't been in a really healthy partnership, honestly, since I was probably in high school with what? like my high school sweetheart. Why do you feel that is? Uh, you tell me, doc. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm attracting some real fucking lunatics in these streets. I'm like, wh- I feel like I do the work on myself, but I'm attracting some weirdos, you know? From Jessica. an outsider looking in, here's the thing, which pisses me off but we won't go there to me i feel like she goes for the good the good things like in her past relationship i guess she goes for like she's like yeah i get maybe he's not the best looking maybe he's not this maybe he's not that but he's gonna take care of my heart and soul i can feel it he's my best friend and so that's why i'm gonna be with this person and like it makes it pisses me off because i do feel like lala goes for the good things which for some reason in today's world, when you're looking for the good things or something, you find these people and they trick you. It's like the, when you're looking for the good things that attracts you to the manipulators. And it's weird to say because like, I feel like I have a good guy. I've been with him for six years. Like he's the greatest, but shout I also feel it's a shout out to Kyle, <laughs> but I'm lucky. And I feel like she does go for that. Like she's not necessarily from an outsider looking in the person that's going to see a hot guy and be like, 
this is it. I don't care what I'm getting with this guy. She's going to like get with someone and and invite someone into her life if they're a good person or if she feels they're a good person. So then when you find out they're not, that's what's infuriating. It's like, why are the people who are looking for the good things getting fucked over a lot? So I don't think it's on you. I really don't. Does that make sense? Does why that, do you feel that yeah, why is? do you? Because when you attract people who are just like not great over and over again, you have to look at like what what is it about me that's allowing this type of person into my life? Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm the type where my guard is completely down. When I meet new people, I'm not damaged. I, well, now I'm damaged. But before it was like, let's do this. And then when you do me wrong is when the guard goes up. So I I never allow myself to sit there and go, when you earn things, then you get a part of me. I give it all, and then when you show me something that I don't like or you do me dirty, then it's it's like a very quick, like, I'm done. Like, I feel so betrayed. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Completely. Make, both of y'all mm-hmm. make complete sense. I feel like this is your podcast and I'm on it. <laughs> But I'm taking advantage of the fact that you do what you do. It fix me on this podcast. Well, we're gonna give the we're gonna put the energy back in your seat. I'm just gonna say what to respond to you, what you said, Jessica. Yeah. My grandma be dating some ugly ass dudes too. So really, <laughs> me and your grandma should go out and troll together. <laughs> we have a heyday. I would be like, hey, why you get this ugly ass dude? Come on. Now. But she has her reasons, no. And you know, a dude gotta be like for. I'm a, I'm a straight male, right? And so for a straight male to talk about another man's looks, that man has to be extremely ugly or extremely good looking. Like, yeah. you can't just be like a, a three to an eight. Mm. You got to be yeah. like on the extreme side. Of <laughs> totally. The That's very true. <laughs> so she's dating some ugly. But she's, I bet she has her reasons. No. Is it because they're kind or funny or something? Um. They are kind. Yeah. And I appreciate the way that they treat her. Uh, then I get to listen to, I grew up with three women, of course. And so we got that woman strongness in the household. And I'm like, damn, this is how y'all feel about men? Okay. <laughs> Can I tell you what I've learned? Yes, please. Ugly men will do you the dirtiest. Especially an ugly man who's come into like, maybe like a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Run. Um, is that the equivalent of a, a person that was once obese that like got in super shape? Mm. Is that the equivalent, would you say? A ugly man coming into money? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I haven't thought about that. I haven't That's thought a great... about that either. I also don't want to offend anybody by you know what? No, but you know what? The thing about that is... Neither I've... do I, for the record. <laughs> well, I had a friend in high school who was obese and then got great shape. And he was like the kindest... Yeah. To women, the funniest, oh, and it's even because when he, even when he lost the weight, yes, he didn't become an asshole. Now, see, talking about the offending aspect, I want to compliment that individual, right? Because I think when you go from no attention to a lot of attention, despite what it is, so I'm not coming at no one; they can feel how they want to feel. It's the internet, but <laughs> y'all, the three of us, know what I'm talking about. Like, I commend those individuals because they went from having no attention to getting all of the attention. It's like. The two things that show you who you truly are are getting access to a lot of money, getting access to a lot of alcohol and or drugs, mm. right? And then therefore we can change that. And I know you probably have something to say to that part. And I think that when it, when you go from having no attention to a lot of attention, it's definitely commendable when you can still be a, a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I don't feel like we give enough credit to people who are like in these streets being kind, right? We don't. We truly don't. I feel like last podcast we gave a lot of credit to people who were just like being nice today. We did. Right? How sad that we live in a world where I 
Facts. Like, yeah. if you're swinging good dick and you're still nice after that, I, I want to meet you and <laughs> give you a gold star. So let's talk about this. Do you feel like you're in your head because you know so much, you have so much knowledge when it comes to this, that do you kind of like mind fuck yourself when you're out in the world dating and trying to find a partner? 100%. Not going to mm. lie about it. 100%. When I, specifically when I'm in the bedroom and it's someone that I really care about, someone that I like. I spoke about this on my homegirl, Sham Boudrin's podcast. I've definitely had times where I get in my head because I know how women look at men and judge men and don't have a lot of respect for us. And I know the statistics and all this stuff. And then me, I'm like, yo, I do want your body. I am a, I am a man. I definitely right. want to have sex. I, I need to stop saying it because women want to have sex just as much as men do. And if not more. And I do get in my head because I want to, I do want to engage in this activity but I don't want it to change the way that you think I may feel about you. Okay, like once you hit, then you're like disconnected? I don't want her to feel that way, but right. her history and or past experience may tell her that, and then I get in my head overthinking it too much. Right, so when you hear chicks, like when you're getting to know a chick, are there little red flags that you're like, no, 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 I can't even go there? Yeah, I mean, one that we all use, like we go on a dinner date and personally, if I were to do a first date, I would not want it to be a dinner date or a movie. But what would it be? So I live in Austin. I like I like you to wear some jeans and just a tee crop top. Be comfortable, really comfortable. Cozy. Yeah, Got it. Comfortable, cozy. We might uh, take the scooters. We might go walk, walk around the park. We might go uh, grab a bite to eat. I might I might have someone to come out. If we're at the park, I might have someone bring out some wine, like a butler style. Okay. Like just something really cool. Like we're very chill, but then I got one of the homies dressed up in a tux. <laughs> Right? Love it. And come over I with some wine. I love you know this. I mean? Like some vibes like that. Just something yeah. different. What was your question? I was asking like what when you're with someone getting to know her, like mm -hmm. what the red flag is. Oh yeah, so be. one red flag that I think we all know, depending on how you treat the wait staff. Mm. Like I can't deal with that shit. No. Like in my personality, I'm very strong. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Dallas. Okay, so you're a Texas boy, so you have manners. All right. Yeah, well, I lived all around the world. And so yes. I think I got a little bit of everything. I mean. Yeah, you're well-rounded. But I just, I find that I like men from Texas. Not all of them, the ones of I've encountered. They just, I've found that there's something sweet in their soul. I don't know what their mamas did, but they did something right. I'm from Utah, so like, it's a little different. But oh, yeah. we got the Mormon roots. <laughs> so we're like, we love thy father. I'm not Mormon. <laughs> but, but we're like... Treat everyone the way you want to be treated. Talking about Utah and me being a sex coach, there's a lot of people with a uh, trauma from uh, purity, purity culture. Oh yeah, it's intense. It's a lot of trauma from that, which I don't think gets spoken about a lot. Well, that church will make sure it's not spoken about. Right, well, I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> fuck shit up. That's the one thing being raised in Utah. I was not raised Mormon. I had zero. I want to say like religion. I don't want to say that I had zero, but it was much more spiritual than anything, right? Because I had my mom who was like raised in a very Christian household. Were you raised Christian? Yes. I assume so, right? Yeah. And then like very heavy on God in the Bible. And then my dad was raised Mormon. So I think they were both kind of scarred. But there is that thing in Utah where I'm sure a lot of people come to you and they have to deal with like the guilt that that church puts on them. That's, um, I would say, one of the top three reasons that I've seen that women have a hard time with orgasm. They feel like it's bad? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, shame. Oh, no. Yeah, shame, like, shame. Guilt. There's like a blockage. Yeah, a block. Oh, no, honey. Can I tell you? Yes. Because purity, right? Like, yes. I got that. I don't have that purity, whatever. But, like, 
if I were living in Utah and I'm like, I don't drink, people are going to be like, use a Mormon. But it's just, I will burn your motherfucking house down if you give me a vodka soda right now. <laughs> okay. But since I got sober, sex is different. How so? I feel like a new person. That's what's up. I'm happy for you. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I, I have a hard time watching uh, porn now. Mm. Uh, over the, like the last three, four, five, six months, just because, and it's only getting worse and worse because... I'll be looking at these artists and I'm like, bro, you ain't hitting it right. I'm looking at the dude aspect, right? Oh, so you are upset about the way they're hitting it. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you ain't hitting it right. Then she doing her job. She acting, of course. I'm like, homie, like you teaching all these men to like, like beat it up. Mm. Yeah, like a jackrabbit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a jackrabbit when you're not, you know, it's a, it's a Making love. Yeah, it's bum, 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 rather than. What's the title of my book? Uh, Making the love you want. Yes. (laughs) Bringing it all back. Is this about sex? No, not okay. at all. Okay, it's all about uh, love. Yeah, it's all about self-love. Self-love. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be amazing that to book, read. That- what if after I read this book, I just bag me a man, and then I owe it all to you? Um, or maybe, Mike, are you single? No. Wait, but you did go on a date with Megan King, right? Yes, Megan is yeah. awesome. Like, she's a great individual. I heart. The I Heart Awards. Oh, I thought you I I Heart Megan too. I do I Heart Megan, yes. <laughs> but it was at the we I Heart do. Music Awards, yes. I love that for you. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. the way that when I date, for me it's uh for myself, I do a three month check in, right? So every three months I'm like, man, what have I done for her lately? Okay. Right? That's something I do for myself. And then it's just all about the energy. How does she make me feel? Like is she making me grow? Is she is she putting me in check? Okay. So that she know, I've told her my goals. Is she putting me in check when I'm falling off in a respectful way? Like, I respect the way that she puts me in check, right? Okay. These are things that I'm looking for, you know what I mean? Besides, of course, all the other stuff, right? I don't look at it like, is this the person the one? I look at it like, is this person, am I loving our energy together? Right. Am I loving being with this person? Am I loving having the utmost respect for this person? Am I like, I, those are type of, those are things I question, right? And then for myself, I'm like, yo, what have I done for this girl lately? So every three months you go through that list. It's like of, a, it ain't like exactly three months. It's like a mental well, thing, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. And then how long do you do that? That's a forever thing. Like we, if I'm married to you for you for the next eighty three years, that's a continual thing. I always gotta date you. I always gotta. I always gotta eat the cookie, right? Um, yeah. Right, <laughs> you so better that, be. Mm, 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 <laughs> take your dentures out. Give me a little gummage. You might like that more. You might like that more, honestly. Yeah, of course. Who wouldn't? Because a lot of these dudes out here, I love. We, that's a course coming soon. Ooh. Yeah, it's like Jaws out in these streets with people who don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on, right? Not Jaws out in these streets. No, it freaks me out. Get away. And also, if your hey, breath well, ain't no, hitting hey, right, hey. you're not going near my cookie. This oh. is facts, but I got to talk about the ladies so y'all can't just be coming on the entirety of men. Like, what about these dead bad women? Dead bed, just be oh, just like starfish. Yeah, starfishing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, can't be doing that either now. Like, come on now. Right. You okay? Right. You know, I didn't charge you up. What's going on? Like, let's move. Let's that is going. very true. So it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's things on both sides. Everybody can work on. Everyone can work on something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love it. This was really fun. <laughs> was I enjoyed really having fun. you on. Thank All you right. so much for joining me on my podcast. I can't wait to read your book. Making the love you want. Oh, and where can we find you? Obviously, I know you plugged your website, but um, where can what everyone find What is the website again? Yes. Uh, just check out feelingscene.com. The, lan- the landing page is going to be refreshed very soon. Because <laughs> uh, when I made it, I was a little inebriated. So therefore, it's going to be coming soon. <laughs>
And then your Instagram is at Mike Johnson? At Mike underscore Johnson. Just Mike Johnson. You can find me on there. I'm like the oh. only black dude on name Mike Johnson that pops up. <laughs> I actually had a best friend in high school who was black named Mike Johnson. Uh, oh. Well. So, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you have. There's Mike Johnson is a very popular name, but at the same time, it is. IG of Mike Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And thank you, my loves, for listening to another episode of the Give Them Mala podcast. And I will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did. And they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.